0: Hello! Welcome back, you've caught me just cleaning up around the tomb a bit. (laughs) This is part two of our spooktacular 2021 exclusive content for our Patreon patrons. (laughs) Oh, this story is quite diabolical. It's really quite horrifying, especially if you've ever been on a New York City subway train after 2am. The dead on those trains are... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the least of your worries, the living of far, far worse, trust me. <laughs> We're quite proud of this little story that we've concocted. It's our first attempt at doing an audio fiction. And it's written and performed by my living counterpart, Dave Bledsoe. <laughs> living for the moment, anyway. <laughs> I know a few things he doesn't. <laughs> it's a little story we call The Depot. We hope that you don't die while listening. Okay, my first mistake was drinking in brooklyn nothing good has ever happened to me in fucking brooklyn from the only time i was ever mugged to the first woman i was ever in love with dumping me in bensonhurst brooklyn has always fucked me over still that's where the party was that's where i got drunk so now i'm on a shit-faced on the fort hamilton f-stop at three o'clock on sunday morning I'd been up since five the day before, and my dumb ass didn't eat before I started drinking. So, you know, yeah, yeah, I was pretty fucked up, leaning against the wall on that empty platform. And when the train finally showed up, I didn't even pay attention. I I just zombie walked onto it, slumped into the seat. It was empty, but that's not weird for 3 a.m., you know, it's just not that weird. And I pulled myself up into a ball with my feet on the bench and I tried to stay awake. I did try because it's never a good idea to pass out on a late night subway because what or who you might wake up with is open for debate. But it had been almost 24 hours and with the booze. So yeah, I started nodding in and out. I'm not sure when I fell asleep. But when I woke up, something about this train It wasn't normal. I already mentioned that it was empty, which, okay, sure, but early morning. But what I didn't notice when I got on the train were the absence of, like, the line signs saying, this is an Uptown F train. They weren't there. Nor were there any of the advertisements that are always on a car. There's no poetry in motion. There's no Dr. Zismore. Nothing. That's odd, you know, strange. Not impossible. Maybe someone in the yard are fucked up, but... What was really strange beyond all of that is we hadn't stopped in another station. And well, I, I honestly don't know how long my phone would have been dead for hours, gave up a watch years ago. So other than the general notion of but other than just the general notion of what time I got on the train, I had no real idea of how long I'd been on the train. There weren't announcements at all. Uh, Again, if you've been on a New York City subway train, that isn't that strange, but we really should have stopped at another station by now. So I got up and walked up to the window seat, and I start peering out, and I just don't see anything, just tunnel supports, just barely glimpsing in the lights of the car as we go by, and they are flying the fuck by. Subways don't usually move as fast as it appeared that we were moving, I didn't know what was going on so I just slumped back down in the seat pretty sure that I'm way drunker than even I thought I was and again I, I closed my eyes for just just a minute and when I opened them back up the train was stopped in the station and dead fucking silent so great I fucking fell asleep I'm out at the end of the F line in bum fuck Queens now I gotta fucking find a way to get home so I get up pull myself together, get off the car. If you'd never been on a subway platform before, you would still think this is strange, but I've been on a lot of them, and this one was really strange. It definitely wasn't 179th Street in Jamaica, Queens. First of all, way too clean. The station stop was like antiseptic in how clean it was, and despite myself, I, you know, not a hint of piss in the air. That is fucking just not normal. And another thing, there's not another soul on the platform. I mean, okay, yeah, something o'clock on Sunday morning, but Jesus, it's a New York City subway platform. And also these platforms, not usually this long. I mean, I'm in the middle car of the platform, but it just seems to stretch ahead and behind me just a really, really long way. An unusually long way. So I start looking around at the walls and the pillars and the ceilings. Nothing. No signs, no station names, no street numbers. Where the fuck am I at? Now somewhere up ahead of me, I could sort of hear something like maybe someone was moving around, so I go storming down the platform. I'm more than a little freaked out and I'm definitely pissed until I see the guy cleaning the train. He's got his mop bucket outside the train car and he's inside woo, moving his little mop in circles on the floor that doesn't clean anything. You know how they clean the trains in the city. He's a white guy dressed in these coveralls and he's got a hat on and he wore these huge fucking headphones with tiny antenna on the side of each ear and he's got them cranked up so loud that I can I can hear the game all the way outside the car and I'm trying to get the guy's attention. I'm waving and I'm I don't want to touch him and I'm trying to get him, trying to get him, trying to get him him, and he just fucking ignores me, man. What the fuck? Until finally, he turns around Steps back outside, slams his mop in the bucket. And I wave both my hands right in his fucking face. And he slowly looks up from his mop bucket in my face. And I'm like, hey, where the fuck am I at? And he didn't even bother to take off his headphones. He just shrugged non non-committally And I'm like, what station is this? And he held out his hand in that universal signal for don't know, don't care. What the fuck can you do? And I'm like, what the? Where's the booth? And he blinked at me as though he was trying to figure out what I meant before he finally lifted his hand and pointed it to the left down the platform. Then he pulls his mop back out of the bucket, spins around, soaks my legs with dirty brown waters, and goes back to mopping. Fucking asshole. I begin stomping down the platform. Nah, look, I'm not a native New Yorker, but I've lived here for 20 years, and that time I've seen pretty much every bit of strange only in New York shit you can imagine, but this empty station... It was starting to freak me out. Why is it so empty? Why is it so big? Why is it so clean? In all my years, I'd never seen anything like it. And I'm walking for what felt like, I don't know, 20 minutes, and finally, finally, I see the, the, the turnstiles to the booth, and I bash through them, and I'm, I'm pissed off and more than a little scared, and I stomp up to the booth, and there's, there's an old black woman sitting behind the glass, just staring straight ahead as I approach her, and her in her uniform, it's like immaculate. I mean, the sleeves are perfectly creased. her her badges are shiny. Her shirt was pressed within an inch of his life. But God damn, she was old. I'm not talking about like your grandparents. I'm talking about like old, like she should be on the today show getting a fucking cake from Willard Scott for making it to a hundred old. She's like stick thin. And her hair was just like random stripes of stark white against her brown skulls. And no two of those stripes ever met each other. And her face looked like a very expensive leather bag. It was wrinkled and her eyes. They they have that kind of dull sheen you've only seen on people who clearly remember the Roosevelt administration. Like Teddy Roosevelt. And I said, hi, hi, I, uh, what station is this? I I think I fell asleep on the train. She replied in a voice that was disturbing. It seemed too young for her face and body. And it had this rich tilt to it that implied a certain vitality that definitely wasn't apparent in anything else about her. Did you? She said. I shrugged at her. I said, yeah, I guess I did. Could you could you tell me what station this is? That'd be a real help. Oh, this isn't a station. You're at the depot. The depot? I start looking around. Where's the depot? Oh, it's at the end of the line. Same little to her voice, but her face didn't reflect the sunny, pleasant disposition of that voice. In fact... <laughs> Her face barely moved at all when she spoke And her eyes just stared at some point Over my left shoulder That was freaking me out so much I found myself wanting to glance over To see what she was looking at And I'm like, yeah, but but the end of which line There's no signs I, I have no idea where I am I got on an f in Brooklyn But I don't see a sign anywhere And her lips seemed to twitch up and Just like the barest suggestion of a smile And she's like you're at the depot at the end of the line and i'm like i know i know but what fucking line all of them oh for fuck's sakes i spin around and start heading towards the staircase that's leading up out of the station i was tired i'm coming down from all the booze i drank i'm flat out of patience i'm not in the mood for bullshit and if she wasn't going to give me any more information than that I would go up outside and just see where the fuck I was. So I start heading upstairs out of the station. And I stepped out into what I assumed would be the street. But when I got there, there wasn't a street. I was at the depot. I don't know any other way to describe it because all I could see were trains. Lots and lots of trains, subway trains, commuter trains, passenger trains, freight trains, even what appeared to be those bullet trains. And here and there, there were steam locomotives just huffing smoke right up into the night air, and nothing but tracks on tracks on tracks in every direction as far as I can see. And I'm like, fuck me. Clearly. I'm still asleep on the train. I'm just dreaming all this. I was shit-faced drunk. I'm passed out on a subway car because this was no place that existed anywhere, and certainly not in New York City. And in the distance, this big freight locomotive slowly begins to grind into motion, pulling off at a long train of cars filled with what it looked like with coal in they're, they're shrieking as they call into motion. And then on another track, a long, slim train pulls into a stop, and its cars are covered in a nation alphabet I don't understand, but I I think it could be Chinese. And then this other train just stopped and hissed as its air brakes set in. And then everything went silent and dark on the train. No one got out of the cab. No one got off on the sidings. There was no one moving in the windows on the passenger cars. It just sat there as if it were a statue of the train. And I start looking around. I'm, I'm looking for some sign that indicated where I was, but there were no signs. There were just trains. Just trains. And that's when I turned my head to look up at the sky to see if I could just like see the skyline in the distance. There's, there's no sky. It was just gray and flat, and strange. Like the backlight or, a, a, you know, when you turn on your TV, but there's no signal or an ATM screen that's gone bad. There's no stars. There's no moon. There's no skyline. There's no street lights. It's just gray. And I'm like, okay, I'm either asleep or I've lost my fucking mind. And at this point, I, I don't know either is possible. So I dive back down the stairs into the subway station, taking them two and three at a time, and I bolt back to the booth where the old woman is still sitting as ancient as she was before. And I'm like, lady... What the fuck is going on here? Where the fuck am I? Oh, you're at the depot. I don't want to hear I'm at the depot. Where's the depot? And don't tell me it's at the end of the line. And yet that's where it is. And where you are. Again, with that, like, just brief, tiny suggestion of a smile. So I'm like, how do I get back to New York City? Her blank face just stared off into nothing. And she replied, if I were you, I would take the train. And I'll tell you, if that old woman had not been behind the thick glass of that station booth, I would have punched her, no matter how old she was. Snarling, I'm like, I'm just gonna walk through the turnstiles and I pulled out my Metro card But there's no swipe on these metro, on these turnstiles. There's only a slot the size of a coin. And I'm like, the fuck is is going on here? And then I realized what I was seeing. It was for a subway token, and there hadn't been a token fare on the subway in over 20 years. And I turned back to look at the woman, and she just sat motionless, staring into nothing. And I glanced around the platform booth for any sign of, I don't know, where to buy a token. And I turned back to the booth. Lady, I don't know what's going on here, but can you just buzz me through the gate so I can go home? Oh, no. You need a token to get on the train. They stopped selling tokens 20 years ago. Not here. Then can I buy a token from you? No cash transactions at the booth, showing that hint of a smile again. Ha <laughs> ha! Of course not! Of course not! All right! Fine! I'll just jump the turnstile! Oh, no, no! You really don't want to do that! Why not? The railroad police are very strict! What? Fucking police! There's no one here! Call the police! Call anyone! (laughs) Call anyone that can get me the fuck home! Oh, you don't want me to call the railroad police. Not at all. The railroad police are very strict. What the fuck is going on here? But then she just sat motionless. Silent. So... I slumped down to the floor with my back against the booth, and honest to God, I started crying because what the fuck else am I going to do? And all I could think was, fucking Brooklyn. That's when I remembered it. Years ago, I'm drunk on eBay, and I purchased an old subway token as a goof. And I put it in my wallet feeling very much like an old New Yorker because I had at least one subway token in my wallet. And I jumped up and I whipped out my wallet and slid my fingers behind my ID and slipped out one very old subway token with a Y cut in the center and I held it up, shook it at her and said, ha 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 ha, ha I'm going home. And I ran to the turnstile and I dropped my coin in the slot. And bang through the bars, and onto that long, long fucking platform again. And I'm just running. I am running until I hit the last car on the train, and I stumble inside, and I sat in a seat, huddled in the corner as the doors closed, and the train slowly lurched into motion. (laughs) I'm going home. I'm going home. The tunnel outside blurred into that empty thing again with the pylons flying by, and we rolled on down the line, and my head is just throbbing, my, my mouth tasted like, well, my mouth tasted like I'd been up for 24 hours drinking, so I closed my eyes, and I put my head back against the wall, and let that long trip without stopping the stations or announcements just fly by, and we keep going until the train starts to slow down gradually. And I opened my eyes back up to find myself not in the car that I'd gotten on at the depot. Now, I'm in a graffiti-covered car filled with garbage. And I'm thinking to myself, What the fuck is going on here? And then the door to the train opens up and these two 20-odd-something dudes get on wearing white t-shirts and the bright red berets of the guardian angels and they swagger into the car and stood in the door with their arms crossed as the train on the express track barreled into the station and the wind and the stink of its arrival, so much worse than what I was used to in 2020 New York. Flies the garbage around the train and the front page of the newspaper blows up in my face and I grab it and pull it down. It's the daily news. And I look at it and on the cover, was a huge headline and giant letters. 44 caliber killer shoots two more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I looked at the date. August 1st, 1977. And one of the two guardian angels nudges his buddy on the shoulder and he points at me and he says (laughs) Mm. looks like somebody got on the wrong fucking train (laughs) so i i look back at him and i'm just like yeah fuck me so uh where does this train go anyway The Depot is an original audio drama written and performed by me, Dave Bledsoe, for the spectacular 2021 exclusive Patreon. Mix and sound editing were by Gavin St. James, and story help came from Kimberly Steele. The closing music is by VJ Visuals by Jane. You see the show notes for a link to her content. We remember a member of the Seltzer Kings Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this content, let us know and let your friends know. Tell them to kick us a dollar so we can keep more stuff like this coming. Thank you, and remember to stay spooky, pod friends. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.